Hello there and welcome to Zero XP. We are a show that celebrates the fandom of video games with a focus on one game series in particular, Fable. Today we're going to be doing something just a little bit different, and we'll get to that in just a minute. We strive to bring you several episodes a month discussing a variety of game-related topics spanning recent game news and events to reflection and speculation concerning past, present, and future video game generations. I'm John, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, who is the unstoppable force behind our show, Patrick. Hello. You can find us by searching for Zero XP Webcast on YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment. I reply to all of them. You can also get each episode in podcast form across all major podcast platforms. If we're not on the platform of your choice, please let us know. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can by emailing us at 0xppodcast at gmail.com or by following us on Twitter at 0xpwebcast. Our DMs are open. So, we are trying something a little bit different here. We have decided that we want to start reviewing maybe some games. Yep. And we're going to start with the current Xbox exclusive. I believe it's a timed exclusive. And before we get into it, I kind of wanted to give those who are listening right now a little bit of the rules that we've made for ourselves in the review. The key to these reviews are going to be that we're only going to be looking at games that are available on Game Pass. And the reason we're doing that is because we feel like Game Pass has so many games that it can almost be overwhelming with what you need to play next or want to play next or if it's even right for you to play especially when you're on limited time yeah and the beautiful thing about that though is you're not paying for the games individually so if you get a couple hours into a game and you hate it stop playing it go Mm -hmm. find something else you, you didn't lose anything if you were already subscribing exactly you are only paying the fee that you pay to access game pass each month and it's really it's kind of a uh a weight off your shoulders when Mm -hmm. it comes to picking and choosing what you're going to spend your time with oh absolutely that you know oh you know i didn't really get into that one or it ended up in my backlog and i spent 40 bucks on it right and our goal here is to maybe help you decide what games you want to use your time with a little bit more wisely or don't want to use your time with So we are going to be rating each game at a number scale, and our number scale is going to be a little bit skewed maybe from what the rest of the market would be, because we're going to be rating it based off what we call our GP rating, which is our Game Pass rating. Is it worth your time for the service you're already paying for on Game Pass? Yeah. And what that's probably going to do as you listen and we do more of these, if if people want them, is... The ratings are maybe going to be a little bit higher than you might get from your major outlets. Yeah, I think they'll definitely be higher. Yeah, and that's just because you're not having to individually pay for each game. You're already paying for the service, so it's, do you want to spend your time with that game? Which brings us to the game that we are starting with, and we've alluded to before already, the very first Xbox Series X and S exclusive, The Medium. So, Patrick, real briefly, what are your overall thoughts on it? You've completed the game, right? Yes, I beat it last night. Um, Overall, I thought it was a good playthrough for a game that I was able to download and just play it. Uh, It was actually pretty enjoyable that once we got our kid down... My wife would come in and we she would just sit and watch me and she actually helped me out with some of the puzzles so that was kind of fun. She doesn't play as many video games but sometimes she enjoys watching them. And I mean the game was an enjoyable experience. 
Okay. Uh, for me, it was kind of uh, weirdly similar on the same lines in some of the aspects. I, I want to pretense everything that I, I say about the game with. This isn't my genre of game. Yeah. This isn't something that I, honestly, I don't think I would have played if it wasn't on Game Pass. Ditto. And that's just because it's it's not what I normally look for when I'm playing mm-hmm. a game. Now, I will say that it was very intriguing uh, just based off of the promotion going into it. Yeah. Uh, showing the duality of the worlds. And we'll get into that a little bit without spoiling anything, but there may be some minor spoilers along the way, so you might want to throw some caution into listening to this. But uh, overall, I was pretty happy with it. I enjoyed it. I do have some pretty heavy gripes with it, which I'll get into, but similarly to your situation, my wife and and I actually played this together. We Mm. played it simultaneously. Essentially, we would take turns handing off the controller and i would suggest that that's actually a pretty good option because there are parts of the game where it's not a button you hit that takes you into the other dimension which is kind of what i thought it was going to be based off the material that we saw before the game released but you will actually be seeing the two dimensions at the same time simultaneously and you use that to solve puzzles along the way So we were able to get through things a little bit maybe more quickly or more satisfactorily because sometimes when we couldn't figure something out, she would watch one world, I would watch the other, in which case it allowed us to specify what we were looking at a little bit better and it made it a a bit more enjoyable for me personally. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. And I think we're actually going to look into maybe playing some more games like that in the future. Yeah, I mean... It was it was a big help that my wife was able to watch what was going on screen if I was having to get through something or I had another objective. She was able to look at the notes a little bit more closely where I may have forgot them or not read them as well. Right. So let's get into it. We're going to break this down into, and as quickly as possible, story, arts and graphics, gameplay, and then because it's Game Pass we're going to put a rating on how satisfactory the achievements are. And that comes down completely to personal opinion. So let's start off with the story. To give a brief summary, well, not summary, but insight into the story, you are a medium. Surprise. You have been called back by somebody who you're not familiar with to an area that is somewhat familiar to you, but not completely familiar, that may be able to give you some insight into a dream that you are having. It's a dream that, and this isn't too spoilery because it's the very beginning of the game, that you have reoccurring where a girl is running from somebody, she is on the end of a dock, and she ends up being shot by the person she is running from. And that sets the precedent for the rest of the game. The idea is that you have to go and work between these two worlds to find your way to the foregone conclusions of what's going to happen within the game. I don't want to spoil too much because it is relatively new, and also if you're watching this, there's a good chance that you are curious about it. If we get enough feedback, I I mean, we may end up doing some kind of spoiler cast, but that would have to be if we got enough people wanting that. Yeah. So, story. I rated the story at about a 7. I felt like it was uh, interesting enough to keep me going, but I also felt like Getting to the part of the story that really compelled you to keep playing was a little further into the game than I would have liked. I understand getting tutorial out of the way, 
but it's they really slow fed you your motivation at the beginning of the game. I'll agree with that, but also uh, I gave it an eight. Okay. Um, I did, even though it was slow, I did enjoy the part uh, at the beginning where, not to get too spoiler, but you're in an apartment because it does give you a decent background on the character and where Mm -hmm. she came from at that point. And I really thought some of the relationships that Marianne, our protagonist, had with the various characters along the way, they were good. Uh, Specifically looking at the beginning, as you were talking about in the apartment. Uh, And we meet different people along the way, and it's very... It's very slow to give you the information on that people, and that's kind of the crux of the way the story is told. They want you to meet the person, so to speak, and then find out about them as you go. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of compels you, but it's slightly confusing at times as to who you're actually learning about because you're learning facts about different characters in an order where in some cases you haven't even met them yet. Yeah. And that can be a little bit disjointing. I felt like the lead up to the end was really great. Like it really started kicking. And then as some of these games do, the ending was a little bit vague for your own interpretation. That's funny because uh, one of my exact words in my notes was disjointed. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're in agreement there. You'd be, there's times where I felt like the story was going to be maybe a nine or a 10 Mm -hmm. and the thing is is the the story like like all of the story for the most part in my opinion is good but some of the ways that it gets shuffled in and out can be confusing and it feels almost like it it loses focus a little bit i'd say around two-thirds of the way through the game yep i would say at the halfway point there were characters that i felt like i actually misinterpreted what their job was and what they were doing completely yeah almost um and it was only later in the game that i'm like oh this person was just this yeah if if that makes sense Mm -hmm. without giving too much away so uh you gave it an eight i gave it a seven uh, let's. I guess we'll move the pace up a little bit faster and talk about arts and graphics. Uh, I gave it an eight, and I did that because it was a bit of a mixed bag. I went higher, I think, maybe than I, I would have, and it's specifically because the art assets within the the resort that you're at for the majority of the game and the other world, while they look. Uh, good from an artistic standpoint graphically there are things that are very rough i think there are parts of the levels that are so dark you almost can't really see where you're going at certain times but the other side of that what made me kind of up my score was all the parts that take place where you are outside like Mm -hmm. in nature and some of the cutscenes, especially in the beginning are downright gorgeous i mean they are very very well realized environments so i did go a little bit higher um because some of those spots are so great and they feel almost realistic that i i I give it an eight but i was very close to going the other way with it if i had maybe skewed a little bit more negative for some of the rougher areas of the game and would have given it a seven i gave mine an eight and a half are we allowed to do that? Yeah. Eight and a half? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're dealing in halves here. Okay. So. Yeah, I gave mine an eight and a half because I agree with you that some of the environments in the real world, like when you were in the building, they looked, I mean, they weren't, none of them were bad, but they were okay-ish. Right. Not, nothing special. But one thing I did like about that, I'm a fan of 
urban exploration videos. And there were certain details with like the way that the paint was chipping and different things. I, I appreciated that as someone who enjoys watching that stuff. Okay. But when you get into the spirit world, I there were sections of that that I loved. Like with, okay. the, with the skulls around. And I mm-hmm. mean, some of it was like creepy, but yet beautiful. Yeah, in a way. and I, I think maybe this is a good point to bring up. Like this game wasn't really scary. No, to me, like no, it at, was at more any point, suspense, which yeah, I liked. It, it surprised me. I expected to be scared more than I was. Yeah. Um, I don't do well with scary things. Like I love them. I love scary movies, but um, I internally, a lot of the time, I'm screaming. I'm very good at keeping it, you oh. know, from showing See, outwardly. Things don't really scare me, but I guess maybe that's why I don't. I don't tend to enjoy horror films. I don't tend to enjoy horror games. Mm-hmm. Like they don't. They don't do anything for me for the most part. Yeah, and I, I think that's like the thing. monster chases. I, d- I don't care. I think for me, it's more of an anxiety of just getting through the spot in the game with things like that than it is actually being scared of what's chasing yeah. me. Like okay, it, it could be a poodle on a skateboard that I have to escape would give me a similar amount of anxiety mm-hmm. trying to get through it. It might make the game a little bit more interesting. I don't know. So let's talk about gameplay a little bit. Uh, There's not a whole lot to talk about here. A lot of it's puzzle solving. And that's kind of typical if you've played Silent Hill, Resident Evil. I think that they were trying to evoke certain feelings of that. It does have heavy tank controls. You are dealing with something that to me felt a little bit outdated at times as far as the way your character navigated through the Mm -hmm. world. It definitely, I don't know if it was intentional, but you feel that kind of throwback camera to the horror genre. Where you run into a room and suddenly you have to change the direction of your joystick because you've changed angles even though you didn't mean to. Yeah, and it it, it was hard to navigate sometimes where even a door was just because of the angles. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, and originally I think I'd written it down that I was going to give it a 7 gameplay, but I am going to knock it down to a 6.5. And the reason I'm going to do that, and this is my biggest gripe about the game, is... More than once, I would have the answer to one of the puzzles in front of me. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I knew what I needed to do. I knew exactly what I would be looking for. But the game would not allow me to use those things until I did it in the order that the game wanted me to. And I found that incredibly frustrating. I found that... And I'm talking about things like, oh, okay, I have this piece of this and this piece of this, and I need to take them to these areas and do this. But it would be something small where it was like, oh, I need to go pick up this other object that I'm going to use somewhere else entirely different later. Yeah. That it felt that that is where I felt the most disjointed because I I would know what I needed to do. I would have it already solved out, but I would spend an extra 10 minutes having to do something that felt tedious in order to get through it. Top of my notes is puzzles can be tedious. Didn't want to do them yep. a lot of the time. Okay. I didn't want to do them. Even though, like you said, I knew the answers. But I mean, sometimes it just felt like, okay, let's get through with this so we can get to the uh, the other stuff. Some of the puzzles and stuff when you had to navigate between um, the spirit world and the regular world, I mean... I guess it was almost more of an interesting concept than execution, mm-hmm. I would say. Yes. Because uh, I don't think this is giving much away, but you, you would be blocked by the real world paths that you might not be in the medium 
or I mean in the in the spirit world. Right. And that lent lent itself to some good moments, but overall it just it didn't work. I gave the gameplay between the camera. I don't really like stalking monsters. I I know that might just be on me, but I don't prefer it. Mm-hmm. Um I gave it a five. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I mean it was more about the story and the art for I me. See that. The, the, the gameplay was a bit disappointing. But would you say that the gameplay is enough that it would you wouldn't recommend it? Or do you feel like still even with the gameplay being because a five is is pretty low. Yeah. Um, do you think that it inhibit it would inhibit you enough to suggest that somebody play it? I would suggest somebody play it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. I just wanted to, to to pick, and we can expound on that in just a little bit. Uh, and then our last rating is kind of it, it's completely superficial. There is nothing about this that entices somebody to play a game for the quality of the game necessarily. But there are people who really find a lot to enjoy when a, hunting for achievements. Uh, I gave the achievement rating on this i would give it an eight i i am a person who believes that if you complete a game you should probably average around 500 points for an achievement uh this game encourages a lot of exploration and i I would call them collectibles in a way along the way uh that i i gave the achievements an eight i was pretty happy i didn't feel like anything was overly tough and the stuff that i missed i felt was you know that was fine and even though I don't think he did it in this game, one thing to point out is John does more actively try to get achievements than I do. Yeah. Like, I mostly, I just earn them as I get them, and I don't tend to go back for them, even if I hear they're easy. Um, I would give it a 9, because I ended up with 800 without okay. even, just, just playing the game how I wanted to play it. Right. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good number for how many how in-depth I was, because I do try to search out all the nooks and crannies of the area and accomplish everything, uh, even without the achievements. Mm-hmm. So I think a nine's a pretty good score. All right, let's uh, figure this up and give our final rating. Okay, so in summary, I rated it a 7.5 average-ish, because we round up to, to halves. Patrick, you came in at an eight, right? Yeah. Uh, the way that we're going to give our overall score, because it's Game Pass and because we like to be optimistic, is we're going with either the average of the two, or in this case, because it is just a half a point higher, Patrick's score takes precedent, in which case our first Game Pass review comes in at an eight. Yeah. Now, do you have any closing comments on the game, Patrick? I do want to point out that I think the game did a good job with accessibility options for text. Like yes. you could uh, have, mm-hmm. based on who was talking, you could use color to identify the differences and bold and like you could make the lettering pretty big in that game yep like bigger than i think i've seen in nearly any game Uh, i i do think that they deserve some recognition for that because we are moving towards where more games do have accessibility options and it's a good thing i also like that they had the different styles of background because it made it easier for me to read i'll say that yes uh behind the behind the text Mm mm-hmm uh, I So, on a different note, I, I'd like to point out that this is made by Team Bloober, and if you aren't familiar with them, they are a studio that is under 100 people. Mm-hmm. So, it was made by a very small dev team in comparison to most games, and I think because of that, you do have to give them a bit of credit. It's not like it's a Ubisoft or a EA or even a Microsoft first-party game yeah. where you have hundreds and hundreds of people making assets and making this work. Uh, in the past, they had done 
Blair Witch and Layers of Fear, and both of those games were fairly well-recepted. So far, I mean, I would say that this game is kind of giving us that double-A feel yeah. that we lost last generation. It seemed so like it was either... Hellblade level, I would say. Do what? Hellblade level. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would put it in that ballpark. I'm not saying it's as good, but I mean, like, as far as uh, quality, where right. it's, like, not quite AAA, but it feels like it's teetering a bit. Well, and I kind of missed that during the PS4, Xbox One era, was we really kind of lost a lot of those titles, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it was... We had a ton of them with the 360 era and, obviously, the original Xbox, where it was you'd had your bad games, you had your AA games that were great, they were worth the money, and then you had your AAA games. This falls square in that AA range, and I kind of want some of that to come back, where it's not terribly long, I can work through it over a weekend or two, and it's not going to, obviously, cost me a ton of money because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. And I think that's where it's important, and that's where we're going to focus. So, again, the medium... We gave it an eight. Yep. That's going to do it for our first review. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from us, you can by searching for us on YouTube at Zero XP Webcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment. If podcasts are your preference, you can find us by searching for Zero XP Podcast across all major podcast platforms. Again, if we're not on the one that you like, let us know. You can contact us directly at Zero XP Podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at 0XPWebcast. Our DMs are open. Patrick, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. Uh, All right. I'm just going to say you should probably play it if you think you'd be interested. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. I want to wear you. (laughs) Bye-bye.